I want to be flossed. <laughs> hello, oh, hello, hello. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Mine were high and yours were triple that. <laughs> I broke the golden rule. Yeah. I put him on too soon. <laughs> you're like, hey, this is me. Oh, don't worry about it. Yeah, you're yeah you'll be. You said. Yeah, don't worry about it. They're still really hot. Okay. Tear me down to below Todd Perry levels. Oh, yeah. M- me Thank with my uh, hearing loss. Okay. Yeah. How's that? Uh, that's good. How's that? My dulcet tones. <laughs> Those are really... Oh, it's a tough problem. Uh, maybe you should just kill yourself. Aw. Uh, oh, good old John. Where is John? I haven't seen John in forever. Why isn't he here instead of me? Oh, wait. He, he doesn't <laughs> respond to email. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no. I like it. Oh, the right and the wrong one are labeled incorrectly. So right... Yeah, there we go. There it is, right there. Want a beer in there? Please... <laughs> we'll just start off with the song. It's your show. Oh, yeah. We swing is what we do. <laughs> That's what it is. I think I'll come in. I'll come in right after the uh, swell right here. I think that sounds good. I like that. <laughs> yeah, this intro is really going long here. I don't really know what happens during this part. I, I don't either. This is his first time, you know, doing it live. How you doing? I'm, I'm doing all right. Well, Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Far Out Podcast. My name is Todd Barry. Getting the kinks out. Good Lord. Feeling it, yeah. That was really rough. <laughs> I didn't know what was happening, it was, honestly. It was made awkward. I didn't know either. It was made oh. awkward by this guy yeah. right here. I had no so idea. The, so no one was standing there. The wheel of the ship was just turning on its own. Yeah, it oh. was right there. It was... It, it was the ship was stuck in the doldrums. Mm. I was waiting for the autumn wind to blow and bring us to shore. <laughs> Can I ask, is this the show? <laughs> Has the show started? I'm assuming this. I mean, okay. <laughs> I'm hoping. I'd, oh, oh there it that's it. And then the hard out. And then the hard out. Just <laughs> so that was, the, that was the whole show. Yep. You guys have really changed up the format since well, I was last Well, it's only about year. two minutes now. Yeah. We, yeah. We've cut it down. We've chopped it up to the best moments. And yeah. that's about two minutes. People wanted ringtones and you guys misunderstood what they were asking for. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's like they have the 10 minute podcast these days. I, we're trying to perfect the two minute podcast micro content of which the first minute we don't know what's happening okay so we've got it we're doing live intros and stuff these days because we have a new fresh soundboard so oh, we're getting yeah. we're getting the kinks out but <laughs> i thought you were gonna say we have a new fresh sound we have a new fresh <laughs> chiving it up for all the kiddies out there we got this fresh ass sound now uh to the right of me is buck perez what to do mike and to the left of me uh you may know this guy from life Mm. Everybody's buddy Mark Chambers Hello. from uh, Low Budget FM and a bunch of other fun stuff. Good, nice to have you back here on the show. It's good to be here. My GPS led me astray, but I got here in <laughs> just under an hour, which was exciting. Where did you wind up? 
on two different freeways that I wasn't supposed to be on. Did you find it? Because the thing is, if you get lost on the way to Lakewood from L.A., mm-hmm. chance, chance about 95% of hitting a really <laughs> pretty, horrible neighborhood. Pretty yeah. rough neighborhood. <laughs> yeah. You're like, going low. We shouldn't get off here. Mm. Yeah. We should get, but it says to get off here. No, don't listen to it. Do not. Don't get off here. Yeah, that's kind of like when, when I, you know, where I live here, it's a nice little rosy, like, <laughs> it's like 1950s America. A lot know? of Romney votes huh. on the street. You go a couple blocks out of town, and you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. What's Bellflower? What's Downey? Uh, yeah. Well, Bellflower is like, it's it's like what LA people refer to as Gardena. Ah. It's like they just moved Gardena over a little bit and dropped it down a couple okay. miles. Yeah. But it leads into Compton, which is, you know, God's country. Yeah. <laughs> That's where the property values are soaring. We have we have a, one of Buck's friends that's uh, come on the show, a rapper named Q to Don Juan from mm-hmm. Compton. You made that up. No, that's his real name. Oh. He was born the, born the Don Juan. His stage name is DJ John Smith. <laughs> yes. Well, yeah. And Q to Don Juan, I was explaining to Q that one day I was on the Metro Blue Line, and there were some people from Germany mm-hmm. on the Blue Line in front of me, and there's this guy explaining to them, hey, man, you want to get a good deal, you get off right here at the Compton Indoor <laughs> Swap Me, you'll get hooked up. And, and I was explaining to Q, I go, would you recommend people from Germany go to the Compton Indoor Swap Me? Mm-hmm. He's like, well, you'll get a good deal. <laughs> that was it. That's the line. Yeah, yeah. You, you'll get a good deal. You know, you'll never really know what happens to German tourists at the Swami. Right. What's happening? <laughs> What's it? Oh, it, oh, oh so, I, I turned it yeah, down. I, know, okay. I, I was trying to tell you subtly. What I was working the soundboard. Sorry, what, he's the new Brian Bishop. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to tell him something subtly. Yeah. What I learned from uh, many years of doing radio with Todd Perry is mm. that he's never understood a hand signal correctly. <laughs> oh, no. Never in his life have you done, been done one of these right. or one of these, and, and he has not had to go, I'm sorry, what? What are you? What are you gesturing about? He'd be Hold doing- on, let's stop the show for a second. What are you asking me to do? Oh, stop asking you what the gesture means. Right. That's what you wanted me to do. Right. Base- baseball yeah. would be your worst fucking sport. With yeah. All the signs and everything. <laughs> I'd, I'd be on. I'd, oh my god, what the fuck? I'd be on second base going. Just tell me. <laughs> what do you want? Do you want me to stay? Oh, stay here. What the hell do you want from I, me? I should stay here then. Right. Or should I go? I'm just gonna go. <laughs> I'm going. What if he hits it to right field? Should I go? <laughs> did you did you play baseball? Why are you touching your dick? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was an odd sport. What? <laughs> he's he's going with it. He's riffing. He's riffing. You're not gonna, you, you can't pull him off it don't now. Know. I shouldn't say dick. Nope. Keep giving him the gesture that says to stop riffing. <laughs> I need some chaw. Do you have any chaw? <laughs> my my wife last night there was a um a fundraiser at her school. Mm. And the fundraisers for her school are awful proposition for me, uh, mostly because they involve me getting pride with a lot of alcohol mm-hmm. by the parents of the school. As you burp. As I burp. <laughs> and so, uh, but I always just try to escape without getting into any trouble or saying anything stupid, mm-hmm. you know, you know, but last night. I, I did make one stupid move, which my wife reminded me of this morning, and she mm-hmm. goes, uh, Todd, you, you were very good last night with all the parents, but could you please re- refrain from using smokeless tobacco products <laughs> at my school events? <laughs> what are you doing? Well, okay, one of her friends, one of the other teacher's husbands is a scout for the Colorado Rockies. Okay. So you... <laughs> Seriously, how does this tie together? Yeah, that's because he's dipping because he needs to spit while he's at the plate. No, he swallows it. Oh, yeah, and he's he's a baseball scout, so literally he's sitting there and he's got the chaw in his mouth. Mm. And I was like, 
hook a brother up with some chaw, right? Okay. So I, I put some chewing tobacco in my bottom yeah. lip, and I was just sitting there, and I noticed I have nothing to spit in. And this dude, and I'm like, what do you spit in? And he's like, I swallow it, man. What the fuck? That'll it's, get you insanely fucked up. That's oh, some yeah. next level shit. Yeah. Not if you've been doing it for 30 years. Right. And I'm Jesus like, Christ. he's like, I don't re- recommend you swallow it, Todd. I thought, okay. And so then I got a cup and I was spitting in the cup. And I'm like, now nah, nah, this doesn't look good. No. Yeah. Why? Like the parents are going to come by. They say, oh, this Mr. Perry having a, some wine and chaw, which is kind of weird, you know, mm-hmm. but... That's how that went. But besides that, I, w- I was good. So, you know, I just had a little bit of chaw. Have you heard of the snooze? Oh, yeah. Put one right there. Mm-hmm. Get you through the afternoon. Sadly, John Salwin doesn't bring any more snooze content by here. But uh, I'm not sure what John's up to these days. My bad. Was that was that a was that a solar flare <laughs> yeah, that caused that to happen? That's what was happening? That's what was happening? Is there a passing a passing jet I missed, interfered with the computer? I missed Yoda embarrassing. Sorry. Uh, uh, <laughs> we're, again, we're still getting the sound. We're still mixing card. it in, right? I love it. I love, and it's all happening live. Yep. And re- that happened over me talking. That was awesome. It's awesome. I love it. I'm trying to make it work. I like it. Thank you, Buck. You're doing the Lord's work. I am. <laughs> now Buck is completely checked out of the conversation. Uh, no, the I'm here. I'm here. All right. Please feed me. Come on. Right. Let's do this. Very good. Feed me with content. I'm waiting. Movies He's got on. a whole stack of it in I front of us. We got a lot of prep. A lot to get to. So Mark's going to be on the show for the next, I guess, three weeks. Oh, the, that's oh. Uns- don't tell him. We put out one show a week. Okay. It's like summer camp, man. They'll unsubscribe. <laughs> they'll, they'll be done with that guy. Bring back announcer Elliot. Come on. Yeah. This is Chambers kid. But I don't know the canon on this show. Uh, okay. Fair. Yeah. yeah. That's all right. I'm going to learn. But that's kind of nice. I'm going to learn. It's kind of nice. So big news this week. Yeah. Uh, former president, uh, president number three, George W. Bush, mm-hmm. uh, opened up his presidential library at Southern Methodist University in beautiful, uh, I guess, uh, northeast Texas. Okay. Internets. And when, That's what uh, he sounds like. Yeah. <laughs> See, I know. Doing it up. Yeah. So uh, George W. Bush uh, opens up his presidential library, and it's, it's a great monument you know, to all that was the great uh, 43rd president of the United States. Mm-hmm. And... The interesting thing is that these things aren't just like, you know, it's called a library, but there's no books in it. It's just, it's kind of a, I don't know, just like a memorial to the, the mm-hmm. eight years which uh, he ran the country. Mm-hmm. And the interesting thing is that when you put together your presidential library, you're not just, um, you know, you're trying to rewrite history. All right. You're trying to make everybody that comes through there come out and say, this guy was the best, or, you know, this guy, he didn't fuck up that bad, or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just a whole monument to you rewriting your own history. And then eventually, what happens is, after the president dies, after the people who give money to press on, it just kind of gets, uh, starts running on inertia. The, the, the revisionist history kind of stops, and people start putting in exhibits that kind of communicate the true story of what happened during their administration. But we're all in the good times right now for right. the George presidential. <laughs> the, the salad days. Yes. For George W. It's a honeymoon period, yes. Yeah. yeah, for the George W. Bush Library. So I was interested, because not only did you have five surviving presidents here, Jimmy Carter, uh, the first George Bush, mm-hmm. Bill Clinton, mm-hmm. Barack Obama, and W. himself, all yeah. in one room together. And I got to admit, like if, if there was a bunker somewhere mm-hmm. and let's say uh the terrorists decided to attack and those five guys got thrown into a room together mm-hmm. who's running the show oh now run down who it is again because it's not obama well, so you, run down who you, it is you, you've got uh, jimmy carter that's mm, not him either can, can i have some applause here on the ceremony <laughs> <laughs> i guess we don't have a plug yeah. not, nothing for jimmy jimmy <laughs> carter huh 
Hold for applause. I see it on the prompter. Right. Yeah. It's not on there. No. Yeah, you got uh, Jimmy Carter. Mm-hmm. You got uh, uh, George Bush, mm-hmm. the first one. No, it's not him. 41. No. Uh, you've got uh, uh, William Jefferson Clinton. Ah. Slick Willie mm-hmm. in there. You've got uh, George W. Bush. Mm-hmm. And then... Uh, and then you've got, uh, and then you've got Barack Obama. All right, so it's Clinton. So you're thinking that Clinton is, is running the show. I'm going to say Clinton's running the show. When, when the shit hits the fan. Bill's Bill's going to step up, or he's going to filibuster until everyone's passed out because he used up all the air. Okay. Yeah. Because because Bill has a, a unique way of having the charm, mm-hmm. but also the ability to ramble. To, to the end of end of days. That's correct. Because I think the joke was we went to make a speech at the library. They. Uh, George, uh, the older George Bush said, hey, hey, Bill, keep it, keep it quick. Yeah. Because Bill's known to kind of, you know, enjoy being up there. He does. He, he likes had, his, uh, he likes himself, he likes the sound of his voice. He likes, likes, the, likes the stage time. Would any of those men follow any other of those men? I, you know. Because W is not going to follow his dad because he's a wild, rebellious teenager. Mm-hmm. You know, Barack Obama thinks he's, you know, he knows he's Barack Obama. Right. He follows no man. He's president of the United States. That's, he's currently the president of the United States. Uh, you know, it's it's very it's very. I think yeah, it's it's probably a situation with everybody going their separate ways, but then Bill cajoling them all into some type of mm-hmm. agreement, mm-hmm. making it, them all think it was their idea. Right. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Jimma, Jimma is sitting there going, you know. I don't have a Jimmy Carter. I was waiting. I was. I was so excited. You had an impersonation for all five of them. I thought yeah. he had that loaded up. Yeah. <laughs> we could just sit here and In watch a one man play. Yeah, we'll see. Like you know, Bill Clinton's like, well, I think we should uh, <laughs> go out there, take out the terrorists, <laughs> and then and, and then you know George Bush like not gone that. So you the Dennis no, Dennis Carvey version. You're doing. I was about to say you're doing Carvey doing Bush, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But you've, he hasn't done it in a while, so he's out of practice. Yeah it's, yeah, it's the out of practice. And then the Clinton is me doing Brian Whitman doing Clinton. Right. So, But now the question remains. Mm-hmm. Let's say the three of us, mm-hmm. uh, for some reason, did something great in life, or we just inherited a lot of money, or maybe we were hit by an automobile crossing the street, and we got some means and some backers mm-hmm. to create a monument to ourselves. Hey, maybe we became president. Maybe this podcasting thing took off. Maybe the podcasting thing prevented any of us from ever running for any sort of political office. Which, which it should. Yes, yes, it absolutely should. So we just had to build. I know. I, <laughs> I can't run. I can't. I can't run for any office given the stories I've told on podcasts. That's correct. You completely true, Buck. I'm yeah. somewhat there. Yeah. 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 Now that I'm on this show, yeah. 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 <laughs> Do you ever lay awake at night thinking to yourself? That's on the internet. Yeah. You ever have that moment where you wake up at three in the morning and mm. you go to go pee and you're like, I told that story. Yeah. I, I told the story about doing an obscene amount of drugs and doing something horrible yeah. or yeah, or yeah. weird sexual maneuver or... Yeah, you know, a lot of times the, the bomb squad, rather than try and defuse a bomb, they'll just blow it up. Yeah. Mm. That's me telling my new girlfriend anything that I've said about previous relationships before she Googles me. And here's the podcast. Just to get ahead of it. I just get ahead of it. Yeah. And you have to do that. May I ask a quick question of a lady in the room right now? Oh, dear God. Before, not to get too deeply off topic. Go for it. But uh, we have... How embarrassing. How embarrassing. I'm sorry. (laughs) But we have have Monica here who is uh, newly... Dating yeah. Mark Chan. Are you comfortable with saying a couple words on the on the show here, Monica? Okay. So if you could just... The be- microphone inches towards her face on its brand new swing arm. I love this. I hate this. So, okay, we'll get back into our topic in just a second, but I want to know this. You, uh, h- How long have you been uh, dating Mark Chambers? 
Uh, almost two months. Okay, almost two months. And, and she's getting the Todd Perry uh, yeah. after two months. Yeah. 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 It, well, well, thank you. Yeah. You know, thank you for letting it wait a little bit so I didn't get too attached. <laughs> yeah. And then you pulled her away from me because right. something bad happened. Yeah. I'm tired of it, yeah. Mark. Yeah. I'm abused. That's correct. So, Monica. Now, Monica. Um, have you at any point ever... Li- do you, a, do you know that Mark has done a lot of podcasts? Yes. Have you listened to any of these? Did you... Did you check up on him? No, not yet. Uh, oh, not okay, yet. You can move the mic a little closer. <laughs> now, wouldn't but to be fair, just as like if if uh, you know I started dating a woman, I found out she told all her intimate secrets on a podcast. Curiosity eventually would get the best of me, probably in a drunken moment, to to learn more about them and, and hear what's really going on. It's like reading their diary. How did how did you hold off? How did of not doing it? Yeah. Um, well, he told me a lot as it was. I, it felt like I didn't need to dig deeper. He uh, dug it himself. What was the yeah. worst story he told you? Like the one that you thought maybe this relationship isn't going to work out because I heard that he did that to that girl. Well, you know, and she has one. <laughs> isn't that exciting? She had it ready. You know, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's the fact that I love he you. said he learned from it. That, oh. that I was like, oh, all right, that's cool. Um, but it was actually the girlfriend who was screening the calls. Darcy. Yeah. Oh, lovely girl. And <laughs> I'm sure she was. Yeah. And, what? Um, <laughs> God. Yeah, we had the discussion about it and, you know, our views on what he did and what sh- how she reacted. And This yeah. is, by the way, this is the night I, uh, I took some steps that we're apparently going to get to on the next show. On the next show. Yeah. Okay. Okay. The, the, not a fifth step, hopefully. <laughs> mm. uh, so, so okay. So that so you you weren't really compelled to know that. Now, would you at any point ever want to put on what like one of the low budget FM shows that Mark has done to really kind of investigate? You can be honest with me. No, you know? no, you don't no. want to hear. You don't want to hear it, or you're just you, you you're not really that into his talents as a podcaster, or. <laughs> If if he has something he wants to tell me, then he'll tell me. But as far as like listening just to the podcast to hear like the funny shit, like uh, when they did Comic Con stuff like that, then yeah. I don't know. I don't know those shows. Yeah. Oh wait, no. I was okay. No, I, yeah. I, I, I you were that, there. Okay, I was. I was on that one. Okay, yeah, like but. that stuff. The funny stuff. I'll, I'll probably go back and on my own and listen. To she it. did. Let it be known. She did air quotes around funny. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's funny. Actually, yeah. my my wife, no interest in any of it. Nah. And I married her. Yeah. So hey, maybe that's oh. maybe that speaks maybe that's yeah. some quality of of you as a uh, you know. Prote- I don't want to put pressure on you, but I'm just saying you know my wife no no interest in any of this. She mm-hmm. she she comes in, holds her nose, says it smells in the garage. Why does the dog smell like weed? <laughs> and then that's the whole that's the whole getup. Thank you very much, Monica. Thank you. It's been very nice meeting you. You may go. So what we so oh, it's good to have Buck back. All right, thank you. No. <laughs> Now, getting into this. Yes. Buck Perez. You, Buck Perez, you've been screwing around with the board <laughs> the whole time. I'm messing with it. And, uh, I need your help. I'm hungover today. I'm not at full speed here. You're not feeling it. And let, okay, so here, do, here's do, the deal. Do you need a bump? What do you need? You need, some, <laughs> you need a bump or something? What do you, <laughs> you need, need daddy to make it all better. Yeah, what's the matter? What's the matter, man? Buck, you, you know, know I never do cocaine anymore. I know. Anymore. <laughs> but it's there, you know? Okay. It's there. I'm just, I'm just saying it's out there. Trying to admit... For the record, Buck has produced a massive amount of cocaine and placed it on the table. <laughs> it's there. He's now, he's now indicating yeah. that it is there. It is there. Yes. Yes. It's, it's, Buck- it's, this is Scarface right <laughs> here. Dude. Go full bore. We did go to quite a brunch the other day last weekend. I wanted to make sure that you knew that I did not do any cocaine at the I brunch. I said I saw nothing. Good. I, and that, that, that was a weird thing. It was like, I saw nothing. So, so Todd, would 
your presidential library include an exhibit <laughs> that took us through your your past use Ooh. all the way through to your decision to no longer use? Mm. Well, I am the decider. When it comes to these things. But, okay, well, so well, let me talk about my, my library then. Uh, I, I think definitely the first thing was I was like, where would the monument to me be located? Mm. And I thought, you know, if, if George W. Bush is at SMU, Southern Methodist University, then mine would have to probably be at my alma mater, mm-hmm. Long Beach State University. <laughs> there it is. Now, there's an Indian burial ground on one side where they can't build anything. Mm-hmm. And given my... Cherokee roots, as everybody knows about. <laughs> I feel wow. that I can have right to the Povunga land grant off of Bell- Bellflower Boulevard. You're going to place your library atop an Indian burial ground. And I could also have craps uh, into California 22. <laughs> yes. There could wow. be some you know, yeah. gaming going on, maybe okay. in the back rooms. A money, a money making, you know. Yeah, I like it. It's going back to the tribe. Okay. It's all going back in. It goes back to the tribe. But the tribe's spending 100% of their money on the library. Yes. Yes. So that's how I'm getting funding for it. <laughs> okay. Hmm. So now the idea was that maybe there will be, like George W. Bush's, like George W. Bush has the Decision Points Theater, mm. where you go in and you're like, uh, you know, Saddam Hussein allegedly has weapons of mass, mass destruction. Do you bomb him? Mm-hmm. Or let him completely come over and the Iraqi people rape all white women in America. What? I think that uh, was the option. Okay. It's like and a, then you say, okay, bomb him, right? Yeah. And then he go, ding, ding, ding. Yeah. It's like a choose-your-own-adventure? Yes, it's a choose-your-own, yes, political Which, ve- which is actually, fucking awesome. it's yeah. accurate because that's how his advisors presented him with the decision-making process in office. Yeah. It was in the form of an illustrated choose-your-own-adventure book. True. Written at a fourth-grade level. Yes. I used to love those Indiana Jones choose-your-own-adventures. <laughs> You know, I no, pretty I much the last thing curse I of the Spider Man. Yeah, there you go. I, I didn't like That's them because awesome. I never got past like twenty pages. <laughs> What's up with you? I, I sucked at them. I always chose wrongly. So if you, you always died in the cho- you've chosen poorly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if you get it wrong in a choose your own adventure you book, is it books? cheating to just go back? to the previous page and then pick the other option or do you have to start the whole book over i always started the entire book over what the hell's wrong with you yeah what the- <laughs> i'm honest <laughs> what part of the experience do you think you need i have credibility <laughs> and you do everything different the second time like well, indiana no, take two no but then i'd forget when i came to that decision what decision i made and what page i turned to and then whammo i was out again wow and then I was back. Then I just picked up another book. So you don't even know what happens to the spider monster. I have no fucking idea. I just I, I go and start reading Bonicula. We didn't have to make hard choices. <laughs> so <laughs> that's why Sarah makes all the hard choices. That's right. That's why she's <laughs> yeah. planning my trip to India right now, and I'm in here bullshitting with you guys. I like it. Nice. So I'm gonna have probably I would say I'm gonna have the Decision Points Theater. Okay. And as everybody knows, I spent eight and a half years at Long Beach State University mm-hmm. getting a bachelor's. And I figured that there's going to be decision points where it's like, it's a, you know, it's 10 in the morning, mm-hmm. you're hungover, do you go to your 11 o'clock class? Mm. And then it's going to be decision points. What do you do? I would say no. <laughs> right. Hey. Right. Right. And that's, and it was like, eh, positive. Yeah. You move on in the choose your own adventure book. Is yeah. there a do you do coke option? Because I think that was much <laughs> in play in those days as well. <laughs> get up, get up. Yes. Yeah. The dude, Stay up. Coke. Keep sh- doing sh- coke. Or not? Yeah, I, I think that was yeah. No, no, it was like who do you buy coke off of? And there's a there's a sketchy picture. Larry yeah, yeah. or your cousin Steve. No, was it a cookie or something? <laughs> no, there's a picture of Cookie and Kenny. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. From Long Beach in the back of a dive bar, and mm-hmm. it's dark, and I'm like, 
well, is Cookie going to kick down with a fatter gram right now, or is Kenny? Mm. Did Kenny have the good shit that make your throat get numb, as he used to say? <laughs> or Cookie, that call me on my birthday kind of shit? <laughs> I don't know. But that would be one of it. Uh, we'd also yeah. have, we'd have uh-huh. artifacts on display. Okay. We'd have the indestructible wine glass for my wedding. Okay. The one that... Uh, oh, that you tried to step on to break. Like and eight times. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and, it, and it, uh, it, it foiled me. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're gonna have. Uh, we're I like, gonna, is it still intact? In, no. in the in the exhibit, right. <laughs> the wine glass I stepped out of my wedding and it's still intact. The Mazel Todd wine glass. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna have. Um, uh, what, what, we're gonna have an entire wing dedicated to my rap group, the Chubby Chasers, and like handwritten lyrics. Yes. And like outtakes from like the songs people never heard. The shameful period where Todd. Would go. You'd struggle whether or not he wanted to be associated with the Chubby Chasers. It was an identity crisis. Well, that's part of Decision Points Theater. Yeah, should like, you join this group? Should you? <laughs> should you write the second Chubby Chasers record, which hasn't happened yet? Oh, right? but who knows? I still get. I still write down the occasional, you know, two lines. You see a big girl on the screen. Get some get a little inspiration. That's right. Uh, there's also like letters you can read from satisfied Sears customers. Ah, that like you know I hooked them up with a refrigerator. <laughs> They're proud. It still works. Still the, ru- the, in the garage now. The Kenmore Elite is still pumping out. Uh, you know, doing fantastic. So I think there's a lot of stuff people could take from it. Uh, also, I want to have an exact replica of the low budget barn, ah. complete with um, like entomologists taking care of specific Koreatown spiders. Okay, that that we yeah. have in. They were brought in. Yes, that were brought in from, from Korea, Korea Town. Town. Yes. <laughs> And also, there's going to be a hall of drugs. Okay. There you go. Yeah, you're just going to walk there, and it's going to be literally like drug, the exact drugs I've taken. Like, Mm. these are Jesus Christ tabs circa 1997. This is a Mitsubishi E from uh, 1999. These are black pyramids from 95. Ooh, never touched those. Yeah, you did. I I not not had a black. You never did a black pyramid? I I watched out on that. (laughs) I do have some kind of brain. <laughs> Buck Perez. Yes, Jeez, sir. Buck. There's a monument to Buck Perez being built. Where is it being built? What's it called? What's what's the story, Morning Glory? Well, unlike you guys, I I have been a president. Oh. Of the El Camino Radio Club? Yes, sir. Ah. I took my job very seriously for two years. Okay. As a community college radio club president. <laughs> two years out of my six-year tenure at OCO. No, I'm just kidding. It did take six years. You did seven years at El Camino College. No, not just at Elko. Right? I, I went to uh, very other illustrious community colleges in California. We discussed this on the show. Buck goes to school. Ah. Or Buck to school, I think. Yeah. Yeah. If you click that, if you click <laughs> just now, it was a link. There you it go. took you to that yeah. show. Yeah. But uh, anyway. By, by the way, one of the greatest labeled episodes I've ever done is Buck to school. Not back to school. Uh, and it had, yeah, and it had Rodney right. Dangerfield like. I got, came right after bucking the vote, one of our other... Uh, I gotta know. go. Beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Beautiful. Mm. Anyway, um, of course, it would have to be at my alma mater, mm-hmm. El Camino College. I like it. Yes. Okay. Sensing a theme. For the masses, you know. In, in North Torrance, California, where, where Crenshaw meets Artesia. You don't <laughs> understand me and Quinn in our heyday, Quinn Bernhagen, the, my co-host at the time. In yeah. our heyday, you, you started radio on our show. Yeah, I Correct. started uh, doing That was Todd's first outing on radio? Yes. yes. What did you do? Show. What did he do? What, what, was, what was he good at? Todd would come in, and I had a morning show, mm. and Todd would come in and- You did mornings? 
Yeah. You son of a bitch. For KECC, for El Camino KECC? College. You never told you, me. I think you never had your own solo show. I didn't want you didn't to think, be jealous. Oh, yeah, I, didn't, damn. I don't think you wanted that much responsibility yeah. at the at the uh, junior college level. Yeah. Yes. yes. That's a lot. Well, I was president. I knew the pressure. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, uh, Todd would come in uh, sometimes weekly mm-hmm. as a... He wouldn't come as Todd. No. He, he would come in character, ah. which was Sonny the Tweaker. Yes, that oh, was Jesus my character. <laughs> this was him meth and acting at the time. So it was it literally was, meth acting. It was <laughs> maybe he was all night the night before doing meth to get ready for this show. Probably it's yeah. mornings. It's I, a big deal. I think he did take it very seriously, which I appreciated. Yeah, you know, being as host president of the show. and but host I would, of the I would, show, I would bring yeah. material and you would basically interview me. Yes, as Sunny. I wonder if I still have Sunny in there. Oh man, it was very hilarious. Cut to clip. <laughs> Oh, yeah. okay. Are you are you searching your mind? I'm, I'm searching my mind. Okay, let's let's try. It. Let's try. It. Buck, Buck, uh, give me give me a nice interview question you'd have for Sonny the Tweaker. I'm I'm excited. Oh, Sonny, it's uh, we're here. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. We're here, at El Camino, and uh, you know they got that uh, the new exhibit at the art. At yeah, the, they, got, they got a new exhibit, and the great thing about the, the new exhibit is that they have this, this crazy drywall that they put up there. Now, the thing is, when you're putting up drywall, you have to put up two screws on the top and one on the bottom, yeah. and then there's a, there's a little plaster that you put on the back just to stick it in there, and, right. it, and it goes really well. And I'm like, ah! <laughs> and this, uh, this, yeah, there you go. Anyway, and that's how Sonny the Tweaker. It was went. a, it was a good bit. Yeah, it was a good bit. Yeah, it lasted uh, what about two two years on the show? We, we kept having to come back. So Fan anyway, favorite. we would have to have the statues of me and Quinn in that little booth. That they have, which is basically, I've, I've been back, it's a broom closet now. Oh, really? <laughs> yes, it's a broom closet. Which no, is no, they're still doing radio in there. It's yeah. just brooms also. Exactly. Yeah. It literally, the signal of the station went just past Crenshaw. Uh-huh. So like, if you're at the Del Taco on Crenshaw and Manhattan Beach Boulevard, you might be able to get the show. I like it. We had one call-in listener, because we actually got the, the phones to work, I remember that, and one guy called us from across the street once. It was, <laughs> it was so fucking awesome. Caller, where are you at? Yeah. I'm across the street. Oh, I'm right by the... the Burrito place, yeah, it was right there. It's so awesome. Much like you Hitler. can hear us. Oh my god, <laughs> this thing's hooked up to something. Oh my god. Yeah. Much like Hitler got the trains running on time in Germany, Buck got the phones working at El Camino at, Radio. At El Camino so. Radio, Thank and yes. that's what that's what you wrote to the presidency. Yes, and actually, <laughs> actually, I was called Hitler by one of the people in the El Camino Radio Club at one point. It's time. a shame you turned out. Yeah, no, yeah. no. You know what I did? Mm. I resigned the presidency. God damn, like I went, Nixon. I went out like Nixon. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I was. I seriously went out like Nixon. I had a speech, and I'm just like, and I resigned the presidency. Like yeah. I tried to do it exactly Effective in the tenor. noon tomorrow. Yeah, exactly. They put the stairs up to the uh, to the back of a Ford F250. You climb to the top and. Yep, just yeah. peace signs. Yeah. Everywhere. Yep, yep. <laughs> it was pretty fucking dope. Big recliner in the back of a pickup truck. You sit down. It drives away. It's very elegant. And I seriously like. I remember I took it very seriously. And the next uh, semester, I didn't go to El Camino. I went to mm. Golden West College. This Ooh. began my tour of the uh, junior colleges. Yeah, Buck's been to <laughs> the social experiment. <laughs> yes, yeah. hit them all. Well, I wanted to see what what others had to offer. El Camino, <laughs> El Camino. I'd exhausted my tenure. <laughs> it's not serving went, your educational yes. needs. Like I like to say, I relinquished myself from the confines of institutional learning facilities voluntarily. I like it. Uh, mm-hmm. I dropped out, basically. Ah, uh, yeah. Hail Allah. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So this place would be at El Camino. The mecca of, of Buck would be at El Camino College. Speaking of Allah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. and, you know, I think in the lobby, it should have an illustrious you know, menu of places I have worked. You know, because I've worked a lot on many and places. And they've all had menus. Yes. Well, a lot of them have. Yeah, sadly. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, like first job, Ben and Jerry's. Mm, I remember right. being in Ben and Jerry's, fifteen years old, working there. 
my boss showing me how to take nitrous hits in the back for the first time. <laughs> it was crazy. Yeah, it was awesome. Whippets and cherry whippets, Garcia. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do, you, do you do whippets when you enter the exhibit? As you enter the exhibit, you should have to take whatever drug Buck was on at the time. Wow. Yeah. During the Elko days, that was... was good. Wow. Tell us your secrets. It's only a one-minute high, but it is a high. I remember Oscar, who comes on the show quite often, we gave him his first Whippet balloon. We gave him GHB and a Whippet one night. Because it was that kind of party. Mm-hmm. Mm. And Oscar sat on the lawn of this guy, of Quinn Bernhagen's house. We're talking about Quinn Sat down on his lawn, and Oscar, literally like a dog scoots, started rubbing his ass on what? the lawn. Because he had GHB and a whippet. And he was like, My butt feels so good. It feels <laughs> so good. And, and, and wow. What? He's never been freer in the, than yeah. in that moment. Yeah, he just went, he went straight to the ass on the ground. No it, professional so. man can bring himself to do that, it mm. takes some altering. Yes, yes. And God bless it. <laughs> I know. He enjoyed himself. So, Buck, what else is in the Buck Perez uh, presidential library? Well, yeah, you know, maybe we could have a tour of, you know, the other colleges I did go to. Mm-hmm. I, okay. did, I did go to quite a few. Maybe four, Little miniature versions of them? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because they are junior colleges. So right. Maybe just little <laughs> small things. You know. Little miniature junior colleges. But, you know, maybe my illustrious career is like, you know. The grilled cheese truck have like a truck there, you know. Uh-huh. Yeah, and that's how that can be for snacks and you know yeah. refreshments for everybody. That's a revenue stream, is what that is. There's yeah. nothing much yeah. going on there, but you know, Let's break it down. Yeah. The, the statues should be, you know, very similar to me. I don't like the Magic Johnson statue outside Staples. It doesn't know, really look like court. him. It yeah. no, it's not really doing it for me. It doesn't have so, AIDS. Once I die, <laughs> just, just yeah, just. uh just do me up like they do, you know, animals and stuff like that. Taxidermy my ass. You don't want it to be a statue. You want it to just be you. No, I want it to be statue. Like actually, physically st- you. Statue me. Like, uh. me and then coat me like Han Solo shit. So I'm you'd a like statue. To be, you'd like to be frozen in carbonite and then placed in front of your memorial. Is that too much to ask? Yes. <laughs> you know, I say I say take it up a, a level. Huh. I say I say you're skinned. And then we have like a, a day laborer. I'm going wear your skin and parade around as you. I like okay. So he does like a leather face kind like of a, thing. That's meets a, Ed Gein. That's but kind that, of Hannibal Lecter. It's kind of uh, horrifying. <laughs> uh, a little it's bit. Kind of. Uh, <laughs> kind of horrifying. But I like it. I like where your head's at. I like you're, that. You're like, thinking outside the box. Yeah. Plus carbonite's expensive as shit. I'm thinking outside the buck. Well, oh, you know. no more buck puns. <laughs> yes. You've already used two. Uh, that, that's what the show is degraded into, Mark. <laughs> I don't want you judging my post-low-budget FM podcasting uh, career. Uh, buck puns in the garage. Buck, buck research jokes. has shown that buck puns really has yeah. made this show work. <laughs> to some people, they're brand new. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> By Mark, the way, Mark, imagine me. I've been hearing this shit my whole life. Oh, God. All day, every day. So on third, on, day. on Monday, the show drops, and then on Tuesdays and Thursdays, you get a fresh buck puns, which is a kid's show. Wow. <laughs> no, it comes on right after my. I'm sorry. What was my documentary show? Uh, awkwardly close to Buck Perez. Yes, that's yeah. what it was. Yes, <laughs> it's Buck's clues. It's bu- <laughs> him <and a> dog. <laughs> All right, so Mark Chambers. Yes, sir. I, I, I could imagine that not only when, that when I emailed you uh, earlier today with the idea for the Mark Chambers monument, mm-hmm. you had already had this planned out. I had a folder full of sketches and diagrams. Good. Uh, I wanted to bring fresh material. Plus, I don't want to spoil the actual one. But, yeah. uh, I mean, first of all, when you pick out the location, which I didn't go to college. Oh. So we're going to have to put it near my high school. Okay. 
But in cl- was it Clearview, Florida? C- Crestview. Crestview. Crestview, Florida. My bad. Uh, Crestview High School. Uh, there's not a lot of room. We might have to knock down the middle school next door to make room, mm-hmm. or possibly the subway. Okay. A, there's no. S- oh no! Not, not an actual not, underground not train the, system. A, a sandwich store. Yes. Which, story. as a nerd, we've said many times that nerdy people... They, they love the subway. They love subway. They crave it. You should see the lines for Subway at Comic-Con. Right. They're around the city. When, we, when, when Mark and I went to Comic-Con, we walked out, and it was like a ghost town on this one part, but there was literally... It was like the Phantom Menace was opening up the line outside of the subway. Yeah. And, it, you know, and there, it, it was, there was line management, and then meanwhile, across the street is this like, you know, three-and-a-half, four-star steak place. It's just dead. <laughs> yeah. As, as far as they know, they're closed. There was one nerd having a Mountain Dew that you heard yeah. me serve in <laughs> yeah. there and enjoying that. sampling. Yeah. Yeah. What's in that subway? What's in there? Because <laughs> seriously, it's not that good. It's it's reliable. They think it's healthy. I should say we think it's healthy. It's, yeah. pre- it's presumed it's healthy, right? It's pretty That's- healthy. <laughs> on the on the scale of what a what your well, typical nerd eats. Boy, you said she did some hard quotes. Those are some hard quotes. No, oh, pretty healthy. Pretty healthy. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's uh, you know, it it tastes pretty good. You can eat it pretty fast. Get back to what you were doing. I don't know. It's a foot of sandwich. <laughs> yeah. I, I think it's the measurement. Yeah, it's. A, I think it's that's, that's what the the nerds really like. You're it's eating like, a goddamn loaf of bread stuffed with meat. It's quantifiable. Yeah, and nerds, if the, if anything, they like being, putting a calculus on top of something and quantifying it. <laughs> I'd like to eat a foot of sandwich. Yes, <laughs> and how, possibly how, half a foot. I would enjoy a foot. Yeah, <laughs> how much sandwich do you want, Mark Chambers? Yes, sir. Your library. Well, I'm a southerner. Yes, as much as I like to run from it, I'm yeah. from a small town in Florida. I like well. That's like the beginning of any great presidential <laughs> speech. Like Bill Clinton was a man from Hope, Arkansas. Like, yes, I'm a man from the South. I'm from the South. I'm not going to run from my heritage. I'm going to embrace it. Heritage, not hate. Confederate flag, right? Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, no black people are allowed in the town. Okay. Um, despite the the government's urgings, um, it's got to have some kind of very. Uh, what appears to be very ornate art displays, but they're like of hotel art. Okay. You know, yeah. just like yeah. of a fruit a fruit bowl. Right. You know, or dogs. Right. You know, possibly. Right. I saw one earlier at a thrift store today of just a dog sitting on a porch looking out towards the beach. Yeah, okay. That's fine art. Okay. We'll okay. have that on the wall. Much like I saw the Tahunga Travel Inn one time, it was literally hotel art that was tagged mm-hmm. inside of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also find that maybe you can have uh, paintings of like uh, like like flowers, like, like nice lilac pastel yes. flowers. With <laughs> the, the the hall of non offensive art. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> with a, with a yeah. kind of light wood, mm-hmm. you know, frame around <laughs> yeah. it. By the way, you if you breeze past that thing, it falls off the wall because it weighs nothing. It's right. just paper with balsa wood framing. Yes, <laughs> yeah. Um, so we have the hall of non offensive art, the hotel Soft art focus. Yeah. <laughs> You, and you can actually proceed through. Um, you can, you know, probably meet some of the uh, some of the men and women that taught me in high school because they're working there. Yeah. Okay. Uh, they're you know selling tickets and whatnot. I'm on a fixed income. Yeah. <laughs> you can you can actually um, you can sit in the car that I actually lived in on the street. Oh, nice. Yeah. The like, old like the, Jewel. The old Corolla. <laughs> Wow. I lived in a Toyota Corolla when I first moved to Los Angeles, so we'd have that. It's been smashed in an accident, but that's just adding to the authenticity. Was wow. it down by the river? It was not. <laughs> it was not down by the river. It was uh it was just parked in Hollywood. Okay. And what I thought because oh, you, you needed that to car. you needed to be near 
where the action was. Yes. And it's all in Hollywood. Wow, you're brave coming out here like that. I <laughs> lived in my car. Lived in your car. Um, I felt like we could have, like you talk about the Decision Points Theater. Uh, I want to have uh, different theaters where you can reenact uh, re- uh, dramatic reenactments of arguments that I've had with previous girlfriends oh, over like nothing. That. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like you have the argument. Like adamant about yeah. that stuff. You, and- you get to argue the counterpoint of you're asked like, okay, we'll argue that the sofa should face the other way. And then I, it, in five minutes, uh, a, a reenactor is taken around to like, we're referencing Hitler. We're talking about, <laughs> you know, great dictator, war, you know, wars and famine yeah. and how it's going to bring about the end of civilization if the couch faces the other way. Right, right, right. Uh, right. At some point, he, he storms off, you know, and you got to wait for him to come back. And then he comes back like nothing happened. Exactly. <laughs> you could, you, you know, you can read Monica. Monica, listen Monica, your mom. Um, that, that's the great Mark Chambers move. Mark Chambers will get so far out of reality in an argument <laughs> that he will eventually realize he's gotten so far out of reality, and then like act like it n- didn't happen immediately. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. be like, let's just press on. It's completely over. Everybody around him is completely now worked up. Yeah. And into a lather about like how nuts they just got driven yeah and it's like what okay let's just do it what are you talking about yeah what's happening what's happening let's do, uh, let's do show four yeah <laughs> we got we got two more shows we to got get two more shows in show. <laughs> we can't get this worked up what do we got yeah all right someone's got, got some the, news stories right. yeah yeah exactly got the hall of where i uh i convince you i i argue with you for 45 minutes to convince you of something and then uh and then you finally leave convinced and then in the next room i argue the opposite Right, I right, take yeah. you the complete other way. I like it's that. just it's just to recreate the frustration of knowing me. Right, because yeah, I assume yeah, this yeah. is after I'm gone. Yeah, I, I want it to live on. So it's kind of like somebody experiencing you rhetorically. Yes. through architecture, art, and, and all that's that. That's correct. I want, and I, you know, because you talked about you know spin control, and you want to paint a good picture for a legacy. I kind of want like if you've ever been in Photoshop, you take a picture and you take the color bar up to vivid. Yeah. And everything oh. is, that's what I want. Yeah, I want all of the, everything just amplified, jacked up. Here's By the time you leave, you should never want anything to do with me again. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's like going to the Holocaust Museum. You just leave thinking, man, Hitler was way worse than I even thought. He was a monster. I, yeah, <laughs> I would like monster. a situation where you get to interact. With a John Salwin, Mark Chambers argument. Oh, God. Where you get to be the fly on the wall watching <laughs> Mark Chambers and John Salwin really go for it oh, together. Oh, God. And it, it, it usually begins with, like, I remember I, I got to watch many of these and never wanted to get involved. No, you don't. I would just sit in the corner. By the way, John and I didn't. Cigarette. We didn't want to be involved either. No, no. It was like you were given swords and sent into the ring to fight to the death. You weren't like, willing participants. No, we were slaves <laughs> and we were forced to fight there, for right? the emperor's amusement. You were just thrown yes. in there. Yeah. yeah. And I, I remember many times, like, John would just start going off about, like, the four-day work week. Mm. And about it would be like, John read a new conspiracy book or, or like, watch The Secret. <laughs> or like John found a new diet. Or John, John, he's on the paleo diet. Yeah, By the it was way, like a new John, fad. John's that, a thought leader. Yes. Yeah. And so John would be onto something and be like, you know, I, I, I read. That's his John. That's his John. And then and the book. The thing with the book was, it's like it, you only have to work for hours a week and it, it's great you, you get all this taken care of you make money and then you get to work on the things you really want to your spiritual development and this and then john starts really going off and then mark is just kind of fiddling with the soundboard <laughs> looking down to Try. twiddling it and then suddenly he starts to look perturbed <laughs> and then turns around and like john that's bullshit you know <laughs> eventually gets fed up and john be like no actually it's not really bullshit because oh, and man. then it goes and then mark just kind of gets driven a bit nuts and i light the, up a cigarette arguing and- with john too is like running on a treadmill towards a goal 
Like yeah. you're not actually moving. No. You, so you just start running faster and faster until you're completely out of breath. You're still not any closer to where you're trying to get. And that's the beauty of it because it's like <laughs> it's such an art form, the John Sowen argument. Yeah. And then he'll slowly slip away into something else. Not because he's trying to win the argument, but just because like it just needs to go there. His mind let go of the old one and it's just a drift on the sea of thought. Yes, and but then Mark would take the ride every time. Oh. You know, every time Mark had the option to buy the ticket and take the ride, <laughs> he was fucking in. Uh, and then it would be an hour of that, and then all right, we want to start a show. Okay, so I, I want you know, like that would be that would be a great exhibit. That's good, you know. Sir, Buck, it's not the end of the show. No, I'm sorry. Whoa, whoa! I did I just get did I just get played off? No, no, Buck, Buck. cue me up. <laughs> I, You're out of here. Oh, I just take, got the wrap it up sign. I see. I see. I think Buck is uh, mm. screwing around with the soundboard. And hit the wrong button here. Mm, mm. Um, so continue. Uh, um, and Maybe you should just kill yourself. That's ah, right. There we go. There Thank it you. Is. All right. There Thank you. Is. I'm a little away with the soundboard. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. No. Um, I, I, you know, it's that kind of thing. We could have. Um, I. Oh no, the architecture in particular, just to drive it home. You know, it's always like the the directly like the ways I would frustrate you is one thing. Okay. But the building is also subtly. Uh, architect in a very frustrating way. <laughs> so you're trying to find you, the restroom. You get led astray. <laughs> it doubles back on itself. It's just parts of it are just like an Escher painting where you're going up the stairs, but you end up on a lower floor. <laughs> and it's just... <laughs> the whole thing is just designed to get you amped and really frustrated and upset. And you're not sure why. Right. Because I want you to not only experience what it was like to be with me, what it was like to be me. Oh, mm. yeah, yeah. The world yeah. around you is just insanely frustrating, and you can't put your finger on why. So I, I, I like to picture the people leaving this building. <laughs> and it's like a husband and wife, and they leave, and they're like, that was horrible. And the wife goes, that was horrible. Yeah. And they go, why horrible. was it horrible? Go, I don't know why. Yeah. But it was just off-putting. Yeah. yeah, but it's like when you're in it, you feel like you're, you think you're enjoying it. Yes. Mm. And like at various points along the way, you're convinced that you are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're you you don't leave that room onto the next section until we've made sure you feel like you're having a good time uh, along the way of frustrating and angering people there yeah. are little nuggets that are pleasurable hmm. and when you find this, <laughs> you go correct. you know what this is okay i'm gonna go into the next room and then you're like fuck at some point at some point when you think you've totally had it you're only about halfway through you know there's a nice dinner Right. You know, well, and you get the, a puppy comes running in, and you play with the puppy. Then you get an ice cream, and then the, and then it's just back on to the frustration and the doubling back and the arguing, it's just berating you for no reason. Yeah, the whole you know, Why are you just mad? Right. I'm not mad. <laughs> That's what I want. That's what I want the Mark right. Chambers Presidential Library to to entail. Can, can, can I have a special room in the Mark Chambers room where I try to make the room more nuts than it already is? <laughs> Where I see the chinks in the armor of the room and go, there's only one way out of here. You grab on. And that's that's to make it crazy. And then go, what? I'm not make, trying to make you crazy. That's just you projecting. Oh, Jesus. Ever... <laughs> Also known as all of the all the shows the fan identified as the favorites. Yes, yes. Yeah. All those good ones. <laughs> Can I get some Louis Armstrong buck press? Oh, I'm sorry. Very good. Oh, I'm sweating. Because uh, I'd like to think... Cause on the hot seat is Mark Chambers. That's correct. On the hot seat. Once again, he will be back. Mm. I'd like to thank everybody for listening to the Far Out Podcast. We didn't even give into half of the stuff for this show, but we'll see you next week, next Monday, with another episode with more Mark Chambers, more Buck Perez. Raise the roof. More Louis Armstrong.
Uncle Satchel's lullaby. Ich sag gute Nacht. And I say good night. Schon leuchtet ein Stern. Mm, yes, I see the light.